My name is Alec Cowan, and you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. This podcast contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Okay, ready when, okay, so how are we going to rehearse the intro? We're not going to rehearse it. You're, I'm going to introduce... Do you have a little... Did you, were you thinking of something? I have a feeling you were thinking I, I of something. Thinking okay, of then let's just do what you do. I don't want to come in and just change. Hi, hello. Oh. You're Hi, hello. You're coming to a chat squad. <laughs> we're your host, Veronica Fernandez Alvarado, and... Nobody! We're going to fucking ghost it us! That was my favorite intro. We're going to fucking ghost it us. In the gay episode, I tried doing my best impression of you. Oh my gosh, I know. I could tell. Hi, hello. Hi, hello. hello. <laughs> okay, ready when you are, homegirl. <laughs> Hi, hello. You are currently listening to Orchata Squad with your hosts, Veronica Fernandez Alvarado and Ricardo Alvarado. Hi, everybody. I'm back. It's great to be back. Love the applause. Love the par- the parade. So I'm back. Yeah, we brought him back. I don't really remember why, but we did that shit. <laughs> the, the honorary snake of the show. The honorary snake. And what? I know. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, wait. Are you are you still here? Are you still here? <laughs> is this is this an intervention? Are you kicking me out of our Tata Squad? Uh, did you not? Did you tell her to? Okay, well this is super e- awkward. We didn't see you come in. Wow. <laughs> we didn't see you sit down. We didn't see you put that on. <laughs> so this is <laughs> very well, awkward. Well, I guess my name is Mariam Fragoso, but no one fucking cares in this room. <laughs> so I might as well leave. <laughs> Where's the... Where, she's not wrong. Anyways. <laughs> she's not wrong. So yeah, it's an Orchata Squad reunion. I am back here with my older brother. Ricardo. Hello, yes. Great to be back. I've missed this room. It's a little, it's not different. It's still the same. Yeah. <laughs> Very bland. But I love what you guys do every show. How you're like, oh, hey, we're bringing like a new thing mm-hmm. here. And I love that. Um, yeah, I know. I love, honestly, the update of this show, Ochata Squad 2.0, is definitely, Aww. it's definitely a 2.0. Like I told my sister, mm-hmm. I texted her after listening to the first episode, like this episode, Ochata Squad is like three times better. Aww. When it when it's a you know it's it's a little you know my male voice like brought it down so with two women kind of <laughs> just talking I feel empowered and I'm a straight male yeah. <laughs> and you know you're doing something of a straight male is feeling empowered <laughs> through like a perspective of two brown let you know femmes yeah so it's totally yeah. you're totally like impacted and I've showed this to all my friends like. <gasps> I talk oh, about it on Twitter. Damn, Everybody's like, you know, oh my gosh, your sister's so like her her um her podcast does things for me, and I'm like, is it arousing? Is that what it does for you, <laughs> pervert? <laughs> like that's my sister, bitch. That's my sister, bitch. Like you better <laughs> step the fuck back, or else it's gonna get physical. No, we need fans. We need fans. No, what? You guys have fans. You have people like my girlfriend listens mm-hmm. to you guys when she drives to Aww. Portland. So she's like, she drives. She lives in Walla Walla, which is like four hours away mm-hmm. from Portland. So every time she drives there and back, she's listening to a Chata Squad. Oh, that's so nice. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I love it. Like, I specifically told her to listen to the light skin one. Oh, the white mm-hmm. Latina one? The white Latina mm-hmm. one. The one about... um, The one... Uh, what's it the one where she wasn't where mariana wasn't here and wow oh, the one when i'm not here no positivity one yeah i li- told her to listen to that because i'm like girl like you, you know, gotta get your history right like like you know demand that's what i told demand <laughs> like demand yeah. you gotta start demanding mm-hmm. like you know like and th- i talk about it like you your ochata squad 2.0 is definitely a point of discussion mm-hmm 
to not just me, but I'm sure a lot more people that listen to that show. That's so nice. So definitely, I like I applaud. I'm 2. liking 0. all this honey roast. <laughs> like I love praise. Well, like, and it's coming from a person who was like initially, you know, one of the first people in Ochata Squad, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, so like, you know, I could either be hella bitter and salty and hate both of you for the rest of my life, <laughs> or embrace and love you. So I chose, yeah. you know, the Aww. second one, or with both. a little bit of the first, with a little yeah. bit of the first. <laughs> yeah. That's so nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But something super quick about um, impacting people, which is really nice. And thank you for mentioning all that. But even some of my friends from home, um, mm-hmm. they they text me and they're like, dude, like, I didn't know any of this, mm-hmm. especially the white mm-hmm. Latina one. Mm-hmm. That's the one where I've gotten the most like, mm-hmm. I didn't know about this. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Thank you for like showing us and all that. And I was like. Damn, we're doing our <laughs> little, job. Little little tear coming yeah, out the side of the yeah. eye. You're just like, <laughs> I'm not emotional about this. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. What is it? We've gotten a lot of comments about the white Latinx mm-hmm. one, which is per like absolutely amazing. Yeah. Because for one thing, Karina, a white Latinx mm-hmm. person, she is amazing, mm-hmm. and she does this workshop for like Mecha circles and all this yeah. other stuff, where she's just like, oh, like be better white people be better white latinx folks mm-hmm. so yeah I, I listened to that episode on my way to seattle last weekend and i loved it yeah julian loved it my friend the, mm-hmm. you know y'all know julian if y'all you know are big fans of ochata squad he was the, the guest of the last episode of the of... last episode of the original ochata squad oh mm-hmm. yeah he was so, the sex, sex the symbol, symbol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's still single y'all so if y'all are still interested <laughs> For, for all our fans. <laughs> for all our, you know. I'm gay. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, okay. So, we're going to move on to our first segment, which is talking about... Okay, hold on. Can I stop you for a minute? Because I need to confess something to Mariana. So... Marianne. Marianne. I'm sorry. <laughs> I... Not good with names. I barely remember Veronica's name. Um, <laughs> Marianne. Uh, so, when I... I didn't know who you were yeah we uh, met this morning i know but like i did <laughs> <laughs> no i know i didn't know who you were initially and but i did because of the first episode you mm-hmm. like have a twitter and you're like hey like i'm on a podcast and yeah. i'm like who's who's this girl who trying to steal my steal my steal my job <laughs> so i clicked your twitter and you ha- so okay so the big thing is i never had vine yeah <laughs> i never understood vine comedy uh-huh. i never understood why vine was a big thing until i went on your vine thread oh <laughs> And then I looked through that for like hours uh-huh. and I was just, I understand why Vine is a big <laughs> thing. So like when you're hosting, you have like a sticker on your phone yeah. and you're like, oh, like, do you totally get this? Get this yeah. And then I'm like, oh, like two straight mouse. In yeah. <laughs> and I cannot like, believe <laughs> my influence. Yeah. No, dude. Like I, it's a big impact on me personally, on my life. You definitely pro- progress my mindset. But no, I'm honest with you. Like, I did not understand fine <laughs> yeah. comedy. So, like, I connect with my little brother a lot more through it. Uh, and then your little, like, comments on top of yeah. the vine. <laughs> so, like, the, like, the, so, like, I have a lot of favorite ones. Um, and I try to show this to my friends too. I'm like, look, this vine thread. Uh, yeah. It's really funny. But the one with the girl. Which one? The one with the little girl was like, he's like, oh my gosh, your presentation was so good. He's like, no, I didn't. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. why can't you take the freaking cup of man? Yeah. <laughs> I love the little girl. Because she's like young, but she gets humor. Yeah, she gets. <laughs> yeah. I think what's funny is that Vine humor is very like, of our, it's like a mix of office, into like the office show. Yeah. And like maybe, have you seen Arrested, Arrested yes. Development? It's a yeah, little yeah. bit of that comedy too. And it's like this dry <laughs> in like human interaction yeah. humor and it's just like it takes some deep thought to get into it and i honestly i don't know why shrek is the okay. mascot of it but i'm like still <laughs> cracking up with like it's like it just makes sense it yeah, resonates with everybody i know that's so really i'm just like guys like this is <laughs> top notch i gotta be on ochata squad because this girl is making me laugh and they're like if this you is know? her pics and i'm like dying <laughs> yeah then i'm like we'll vibe and it's working so far so you know, that is the best thing I've heard in my entire life. I cannot believe I influenced someone into my culture. I am so happy right now. And I'm so happy we finally get to meet. Yeah, me too. Because told me so much about you. All only good, bad stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm no. the snake of this show. Honorary snake. Yeah. Honorary snake. <laughs> but, I love it. Oh my god, thank you so much. That's really funny. <laughs> no, Actually, I'm with thank that, you. <laughs> with that introduction, Marianne, what did you bring to the podcast room? So Talk about today, the sticker. Yeah, today I brought my phone. <laughs> but behind my phone, I have a sticker that my friend Jasmine gave to me. And it's a sticker of a hot tub with like two little white males like sitting in front of each other very far away from each other and if y'all know like Ricardo said like it's from the two bros vine it goes two bros chilling in the hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay and it's one of my favorite vines so I I've brought never, that today I've never resonated with something more in my life <laughs> five feet apart because they're not gay yeah. you know but I love this so much, and it's perfect for me. So I brought it today to after, make y'all smile. After that vine, I get very close to my other straight friend <laughs> in the hot tub. <laughs> I get, I get yeah, uncomfortably close to them. <laughs> no homo. No homo, but <laughs> a little homo in there. Let's not like it. <laughs> Everyone's a little homo. It's okay. It's true. <laughs> they get uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like the straightest people I've met have always been like <laughs> the most gay. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Straight men are the gayest people I know. I think especially frat boys. Mm. Oh my gosh! Especially post Malone. Malone. (laughs) No. (laughs) Let's keep that out of the conversation. Okay. Um, But yes, Ricardo, I know you brought something too. Ooh, yes, I did. It's um, so uh, I bought one of my favorite. So. One of my favorite vines. I never heard the vine, but it's one of my favorite vines because I just, I don't know, I love it. It's Purple Rain, mm-hmm. Prince, the in the Revolution, but it's Prince. Let's be real. He, like, played all the damn instruments of that damn thing. I bought the vinyl. It's framed. It's cracked. Funny story about, so, like, it's framed and there's, like, a glass over the vine. Funny thing, that cracked the day Prince died. <gasps> yeah. No way. Wow. So that, yeah. And so uh, that was a sign and I teared up and yeah. I, I, yeah. So... It definitely has some, you know, in influence. It definitely has some, a little bit of Prince in there. Mm-hmm. Prince is a big, um, huge influence on me artistically and personally. Before him, I didn't know that, you know, I guess to understand uh, the impact that Prince has, I think, on just a society in general, was that he allowed straight men to be a little feminine. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah. you know, one of my favorite songs by him was If I Was Your Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know if you guys heard that song, but if you guys haven't heard that song, you guys are wasting your life breathing this air <laughs> <laughs> every minute that you don't listen to that song because that song resonated with the concept that you don't have to amp yourself up in a relationship and be the masculine. Like, mm-hmm. you've got to, like, you know, a balanced relationship is an even relationship. And to have an even relationship, you have to connect with the other person. How are you going to try to connect with them if the first thing you want to do is be a man? Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, and I try to, you know, pick it. So the song is like, hey, if I was your girlfriend, he's like talking to the perspective of himself, but talking to his significant other and saying, hey, like, uh, I want to be your friend. He's like, I think a good line. He's like, if I was going to, if I would hurt you, would you be the one to tell me that I hurt you? Mm-hmm. and i'm just like damn. damn he's like because you would do that to your best friend and am i not your best friend and then like the in the end of that song he's like he's like i i, I just want you i just want to be everything you are to me mm-hmm. and he's just like mm-hmm. oh shit and it's it's a nice little song but above that like it's not on purple rain album it's on the sign of the times but purple mm-hmm. rain definitely has like you know doves when doves cry the song purple rain the beautiful one it's definitely an emotional roller mm-hmm. coaster and it's one of the most easily one of the best introductions to like getting in touch to your like masculine disassociation mm-hmm. feminine side, and it's a nice album. And Prince is a nice icon mm-hmm. uh, to establish that. And yeah, that's why I bought. That's why I bought it. I thought you know, mm. look at the flowers on the side of I that. I know that yeah. is so you know he like he really did define gender roles with his little and... boots. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like five and six. Super like quick note about Prince. I don't know if y'all saw this. I'm very big into conspiracy theories, but I saw on Twitter that apparently, um, like the pills he was taking for his 
um guys i know i think I know what you're going with this. something like uh-huh. he didn't know exactly what he was taking or something mm-hmm. like that and that's what killed him mm-hmm. so he was probably killed that's having <laughs> a space right well, now well let's talk <laughs> about well, if you want to talk about that like Michael Jackson died in a very similar okay, manner. Okay, yeah, no, so I know. Like, Let's not get into that because <laughs> this will turn into a conspiracy theory. So you episode. have a lot of celebrities dying of an overdose. Okay, <laughs> real quick about that though. Um, I find that less about like conspiracy theories and more mm-hmm. to the fact that like there are celebrity doctors that like people with PhDs that just write yeah. prescriptions to like famous people for however much they mm-hmm. want. I mean, the Beatles mm-hmm. touched on this with their song. Um, what is it? Dr. Dr. Roberts. Dr. Roberts. Mm-hmm. I was like, Dr. Rogers? No. No, it's Dr. Roberts. Dr. Roberts. It's about like a celebrity doctor who just like, he's like, oh, you're famous and you're super rich. So let me give you like all the drugs. I didn't drugs. know what it was about. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that's what it was mm-hmm. about. So that was pretty cool. He's but, like this uh, doctor that provide, like prescribed like LSD, Adderall, so, a whole bunch of other stuff. Damn. It was like. So yeah. Bruh. On top of that and on top of what you said, it's mm-hmm. kind of scary, guys. Yeah. No. Um. If y'all ever want to talk conspiracy theories, I have so many, and I believe big, in all of I'm them. Not big, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of conspiracy theories. I think yeah. they're really funny. Hit me up on Twitter. I understand conspiracy theories. I'd rather be blind in this society because I'm like, girl, I'm waiting for Jesus to come at this point. <laughs> like, if this is real, like, is it even worth it? <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah. So that's what I bought. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it, it lights up the room a little bit. Yeah. I put it, it in the center. Mm-hmm. It's nicely framed. It's beautiful. It's Without absolutely the cracks. beautiful. It's really good. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so we have to move on to our next segment, <laughs> which is shout outs. And since Ricardo, I don't think, knows any other don't to them of color. Don't like to them. I have a shout out. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a shout out. Do you have a shout out? No. Okay. I have a shout out. I actually have two shout outs. Um, so... My first one is Dr. Shaniqua Roach, and Mm -hmm. she is my professor for my, what is it, Black Feminist Theories class. Mm -hmm. She is super amazing, like, absolutely, I don't know, like, so much. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, super real, really fucking intelligent. She, like, forces you to learn and read and, like... Like, I can't go to her class if I haven't, like, read. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, if you, like, explain a theory, she, and then she's, like, okay, you're kind of off, but I'm going to, I'm going to make you explain, explain. She'll have oh, you there, so have nice. the entire class. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, like, really think through everything in front of the entire class. And I know some people would be, like, fuck, that's, like, scary and stuff. But, no, honestly, it's, like, really yeah, good. It's a good class. And she mentioned this thing about, like, how people will take identity classes because they think it's like, oh, it's like an easy, it's going to be an mm-hmm. easy class or something. Mm-hmm. But she's just like, like, she's just like, why would you even think that? This is like, for one thing, like these are intellectuals, mm-hmm. like, because yeah. we're all reading about black feminists mm-hmm. and like, or black, yeah, black femmes. Mm-hmm. And so you... I don't know, like everything we read, like sometimes it's like really easy reads. Other times they get like really dense where I'm like mm-hmm. super like all over the place. But shout out to her for all that. Shout out for <laughs> her because it must not be easy at all. But she does it yeah. with like such grace mm-hmm. and power and everything. And I'm like, you're amazing. I wish I would have known you sooner and not the last term <laughs> yeah. of my senior oh, year. That sucks. Yeah. 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 She's also amazing. Shout out to her. You know who we're not shouting on in this show? It's going to be Kanye West. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's not go there. Let's go there. <laughs> no. I'm going to voice my opinion. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Guys, you fucked it- up though, Kanye. <laughs> Put in the comment section, yes or no, is he in the sunken place? Let's yes. be real. Did you not see his eyes? <laughs> Did you not see Vince Staples? Like, yeah, like, he's like <laughs> trying to get him out of the sunken place. Uh, and it, it hurts me. I know you don't want to talk about it, but it hurts me because he is, to me, at one point, and this was like, when I say at one point, I was like last week, Yeah, the greatest artist of all time. In that's my, my brother. Yeah, that's how my brother is too. But then this happened, and I'm like, you know, it's getting, dude, it's getting harder and harder to defend your ass. Like, And then like, I can't, when I listen to your empowering, because like, to a generation, he is the conscious of, mm-hmm. you know, of movement. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't for him, Kendrick Lamar wouldn't exist. If it wasn't yeah. for him, J. Cole wouldn't exist. All these, like, big artists wouldn't exist that bring conscious to society. But mm-hmm. ever since he was like, oh, yeah, by the way, guys, I'm a Trump supporter, you're just like, you're like, oh, like you were just like, you. Taylor Swift incident, you know, we played it off pretty good. It's a couple <laughs> years, but we played it off pretty good. You know, we you know, we found a way to switch it up, make it her fault. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay. That ass though, that ass. I see this a whole bunch of like tweets going mm-hmm. around being like, Oh, Taylor Swift was the woke one all, all no, along. Never. No, 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 no. Let's no. let's stop that no, mindset right now. Going, she yeah. does white tears mm-hmm. and victimizes herself. Like Two yeah. people can be shitty mm-hmm. at the same mm-hmm. time. But like, like the thing yeah. was like Kanye wasn't shitty. He, I mean, he was like, he did bad things, but that didn't make him a bad person until now. Because mm-hmm. now it's like, what else do we have left, Kanye? What, like, what? I'm in tears, Kanye. What else do you want for, like, it's too, I'm sorry. You know. I'm done. We're cutting it <laughs> off. It's over. Like, it's over. you're an amazing artist, but because you did that to the very few people that are left holding on to your presence and your influence. Mm-hmm. It's like we can't do anything for you anymore, man. Like I'm probably not gonna listen to his new album, uh, and that's rip. saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, rip. Y- you know, and I'm probably not. And I can't. I you know I can't listen to crack music. I can't listen to All Falls Down without associating you with the fact that this mentality became negatively like you progressed backwards. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was it's really depressing and it's very sad to to know that he's like. I don't know. Such a great artist at one point had a great voice is overshadowed by his disgustingly political mm-hmm. views. And so it's just depressing. Snaps to that. <laughs> so much snaps to that. Yeah. Oh jeez. Anyways, we're gonna we're gonna move into our main topic. Ooh. Yes. And it has nothing to do with anything we've talked <laughs> well, somewhat with Kanye, but it does have to do with Femmes mm-hmm. of Color in film. Yeah. And why this topic is gonna be super interesting why? Tell is us. because okay. Ricardo and Marianne Ooh. are both sluts for film. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> yes. Hashtag. Slut for film. <laughs> Hashtag y'all better turn this shit. I ain't gonna <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, so, we never talked about the fact that your cinema studies yes. major. So why cinema studies? Um, you know, because okay. I got you. Before. That's what you gotta say. That's what you gotta say. Girl, I got you. No, um, so yes, I am a cinema studies major, and I declared that the beginning of my sophomore year. Okay. So this year, uh-huh. um, because I well, I went into the school with just a journalism major, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, you know what? I love film so mm-hmm. much. Every time I watch a movie, it's just like. This is everything I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. This is all I want to do with my life. And I love it so much. Mm-hmm. So then I realized I love it too much to not do something about mm-hmm. it or to not do anything with it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, got to do cinema studies. And now um, I actually am now an official J school dropout, which my <gasps> parents don't know. <laughs> but uh, wait, I dropped like I journalism dropped my journal- school. Yeah. Like oh, I dropped my journalism okay. major. Uh-huh. And now I am cinema studies and ethnic studies. That's cool. That's a really so, good parallel. Yeah. And every like everyone's like, well, that doesn't correlate. But no. what I apply, what, what I learn, <laughs> what huh. I learn on like my ethnic studies classes is what I want to do Dude, in film. That correlates so much. I know. Thank you. But um, yeah, I love film. So yeah. I can talk about it all ethnic day. That's such a good. Yeah. Yeah. And something that I wanted to ask you is like, how do you think like being a person of color like influences you or like what is it growing up being interested in film as a person of color, mm-hmm. you know? Look, to all the people being, you know, film directors or wanting to, you know, thriving mm-hmm. to be film directors and are brown, honestly, put you know, your culture has to be the forefront of your artistic expression. Mm-hmm. Like these were like generically it's like white people that are directors and male directors Mm -hmm. and the male white directors are at one point they're juiced out man like yeah film existed in 1895 with lumineer brothers Mm -hmm. um and einstein and these white people are starting to run out of ideas (laughs) that's why get out is such a big impact on society that's Mm -hmm. why black panther is such a big influence on society because these are films about people of color people you know and issues about within people of color mm-hmm. and how it reflects our society today so you have to put your culture as the forefront of your expression uh, your artistic expression in the end mm-hmm. of the day you know i would i still make films my recent film which a, long, a while ago uh was mora which is about two agricultural workers um 
kind of just trying to like live through the day mm -hmm. during a very hostile environment um and it kind of just shows the the racial ladder the discriminatory mm -hmm. ladder within america mm -hmm. uh and white people went crazy over that they were just mm -hmm. like this movie is amazing my my film pro my film professor was like yo you could win festival awards and it and it, you know and it's because and most of the film is in spanish mm -hmm. the dialogue oh. is in spanish it's like pure in spanish you have one white character and that was like the uh the owner of the farm mm -hmm. and he's the only one speaking english and he's the the one left out throughout the entire film he's the mm -hmm. one that's kind of out of place so i mean to be a person of color and wanting to be a filmmaker or going into cinema studies like put your culture in the forefront because i mean that is literally what's going to push you ahead because mm -hmm. i think what suppressed us you know people of color within the filmmaking world was the fact that we couldn't express our cultural perspective mm -hmm. and now that you know it's obviously like people were a lot more intrigued into it, you know, like push that forward. Like, and also your film doesn't, you know, if you're going to make a film about migrant workers, about, you know, the struggle of a person of color, it doesn't have to be a happy ending because the yeah. end of the day, our reflection of life is um, not always the happiest and to people of color. That's like the negative truth, mm -hmm. but it's also the truth that allows us to express ourselves and be heard. Um, you know, like Black Panther, for example, the death of uh, Killamonger, that was a very heartbreaking death, mm -hmm. you know, in his film, in that film, because he was sure that he was the antagonist, but his purpose, yeah, his his initial purpose was good. It was his execution that was bad. Mm -hmm. And so, and, you know, while that film, quote unquote, ended positively, it was just, you, you still felt the heartbreak of the fact that he was such a good, you know, he had such good, one good thoughts but bad actions mm -hmm. um and in the end of the day don't feel like you have to reduce yourself as a person of color to satisfy a white audience mm -hmm. like oh, these yeah. white these white audience <laughs> have to step up to you and be like holy crap this is a whole <laughs> different issue perspective expression that i've never seen or tried to understand and now that i know that it's out there i want to see more of it yeah that's what you have to make like pursue is just like you I'm not, I don't have to get on your level. You get on my level mm -hmm. as a brown director. Because in the end of the day, it's my expression and my perspective that's original. Mm -hmm. And that's like what you have to feed them. Yeah. And what they have to eat. <laughs> yeah. And it's really interesting because then, um, I don't know if y'all saw the Oscars, but, mm -hmm. um, oh my gosh. Remember I remember, the Toro? No, I, aside from him, I love him. But no, um, oh, I forgot his name, but the director and actor from the big sick he's okay, okay. his name's a little harder to pronounce um, for me at least but i know who you're talking about well yeah he oh there was like a clip do you know who i'm talking yeah, about I know, yeah I know, yeah I know. he he made a point in in the video and he was like you know white people like <laughs> you it's just white people want to relate to everything mm -hmm. so badly so when a movie is not for them they're like oh what about this what about this mm -hmm. you know because they want to relate to everything so badly and he was like you know we've been relating to your characters oh our gosh. entire life mm -hmm. like you have no many like you have no idea how much like i always say oh i'm this character i'm this character and they're all white you mm -hmm. know and like mm -hmm. we've been relating to your fucking characters all our fucking lives so yeah. it's our turn to see ourselves in the screen you know yeah. but it's harder than to because then white people are like Okay, we need diversity in film. Therefore, I'm going to make a story about a person mm. of color. And that, those ones mm. are what get me. Because then that's where, like, the whole white savior complex looks like. Okay, yeah. Vero, did you see um, the screening of Hole in the Wall? The movie? Yes, yes <laughs> okay. I did see the screening of Hole in the Wall. Hole in the Wall is a film <laughs> that was made in New York. It was... Um, what is it? It wasn't like a huge production mm -hmm. film. It was an independent film. And yeah, it was about a guy who like made tacos and he had a secret mm -hmm. sauce. Ew. And like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. The, the tacos look fucking gross. At the <gasps> tacos look so bad. They, they look, look so bad. So bad. They to make it at least look appealing. Yeah, they, no. They didn't make it look appealing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was just like, 
like you put this tortilla in the microwave or something. Well, like in the end of the day, it, was, it sounds like it's an exploitation of our culture through yes. a white perspective. And it was so it was the story of an immigrant, and he mm. was trying to make it in New York, trying to with a taco stand and stuff. And the thing is, okay, I researched everywhere. Like, if the director was white, mm. he sounds like a white person. I forgot his name, but I'm pretty sure because the movie. It's literally the white savior complex because <laughs> so much everything turns out well, but because like the white neighbor helped them and like mm. it was like the girl he liked um, this white lady who wrote reviews in the newspaper, like mm-hmm. wrote something good about him. And also it was low key in favor of gentrification. Guys, <laughs> like, and shit. I was like, OK, white people, this is not you what we're stop. talking about. You this is stop. not what we're talking yeah. about. Oh, my goodness. And especially with. Because people love, especially um, this thing of like the white female savior mm-hmm. complex, mm-hmm. which kills me. What mm-hmm. was it? That one about the football player? Oh, the blind side. The blind side. Oh. Yeah. Bullock, yeah. Even yeah. 12 Years a Slave has that. But not like a woman, of course. The white savior yeah. complex. Yeah. The thing with the blind side, though, is that they dumb him down uh-huh. significantly. Yeah. They were like, oh, he doesn't even know how to play football. We're going to have this white lady show this show this boy this teenager how to play football mm-hmm. and then like he made comments about it and he was just like i knew already i mean like it wasn't like yeah i lived in a box it's to make it appealing to white people no. white mm-hmm. people love trauma porn that's a thing Tra- yes when like oh my gosh <laughs> when it's like the boondocks. oh my gosh <laughs> wait do you know what the boondocks is? You don't know no. what the boondocks okay, is? Okay, no. explain, explain the boondocks. So the boondocks is an animated show. It's done now. It was, in, uh, it was on Adult Swim, Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. And it revolved around uh, Huey Freeman and uh, Riley Freeman, these two kids. The thing about... So it came out in the 2000s. So you have like maybe this this gangster exploitation and mm-hmm. pop culture, you know, 50 Cent, all, you know, drug dealing being exploited mm-hmm. as a way to make ends meet. So like Riley Freeman, the younger brother, expresses this. But Huey Freeman expresses a more conscious perspective of the black culture. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, crap. Like, come on, you guys. We can be better than what we are now. And that there was an episode where Uncle Ruckus, Uncle Ruckus is a, he's like a, what would you say Uncle Ruckus is? Uncle Ruckus is the most um like anti black person ever like he, and he's black he's black <laughs> he's the blue yeah and so the whole episode there's a whole entire episode where his like upbringing and why he hated black people mm-hmm. and he's black meaning he hates himself uh ha- is like based on like the color color purple and precious okay and all of that so when you say like oh people trauma love porn, yeah. like, trauma porn it's like the color purple, like the color purple, like freaking goodness gracious, people! Mm-hmm. Like that movie is just like, like, and you know it reflects a certain society, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like you guys are just feeding off our, our, how do you say, our our just, trauma, our trauma, oh, yeah. you know? Oh yeah, and Ricardo actually pointed out this really good thing about like the scene of the color pur- purple that I didn't notice. So mm-hmm. it's directed by Steven Spielberg, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. guys. Um. <laughs> Oprah is in the movie, mm-hmm. and what is it? Do you want to explain it? Do you which remember scene was which? It? Oh, the one where she. Okay, so <laughs> Oprah, like she is in this care in in this film. She's like this very like like this very strong, proud woman who won't like let anyone like mm-hmm. you know talk down to mm-hmm. her or anything. So it's very refreshing, really great. But so she like talks. Like back to this white woman, who the wants, mayor's wife. The mayor's wife. Uh-huh. Yeah, do you remember? What, what? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, explain it. So there's a scene in the movie where the mayor's wife, like the mayor and his and the mayor's wife, is just walking down the street, and then, but she's but the uh, Oprah's character is walking down the street as well with her children, and then the mayor's wife goes and kind of like appreciates the little Oprah's uh, Oprah's children. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, they're so cute. Oh. He's like, oh, how about you become a servant for me? And she's like, hell no. Like, I'm not going to be a servant for no white woman. Leave me the hell alone. Step the fuck back. <laughs> and then the woman's like, what? And then she like, and then these white tears mm-hmm. out here <laughs> disagreeing a human being. Um, and like, she starts to make, you know, the white woman. And mm-hmm. it's not even Oprah's character. Oprah's character just says, like, step back. Like, I'm not going to be yeah. a servant. The white woman becomes this. You exaggerate. And be uh, like, oh, my goodness. Don't talk to me that way. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How dare you? And the mayor comes. And he's like, he's like, you guys, he's like, what the hell? Like, what's going on? And then what happened? Uh, she gets hit. Mm-hmm. She, uh, The mayor hits her. 
And then Oprah hits him back. And there's a scene where white people start crowding around her. And then it's kind of a heartbreaking scene because she's like, I don't want my children to see me being attacked by these white people. Mm -hmm. So take them away from me. And so like their children like gets taken away by like one of her friends. It's like, okay, like we got to move out. And that scene is to me made an impact because in that scene, the people that seen this movie probably didn't realize it, but it doesn't show when Oprah hits the mayor. Mm-hmm. like the camera pans over like a car mm-hmm. so you never see the mayor getting hit by oprah but when the sheriff comes that's a close-up of oprah getting hit by the butt of a gun and knocked mm-hmm. the fuck out mm-hmm. and i'm like that is very problematic that you are not willing to depict the white man getting hit yeah. but you are very willing to depict the black yeah. woman getting oh hit by a gosh. sheriff and yeah, i'm like are damn. you fucking serious like this movie's supposed to like you know you're <laughs> you're literally benefiting from mm-hmm. the tra- like white spielberg like you're a good director, but you're trash for like not allowing that to be depicted. Yeah, he's like, what are we in the 1940s where the the crowd would uprise? If they see a white man yeah. getting hit by a person of color. Mm-hmm. Like y'all gotta chill out. Yeah, and yeah, so that just triggered me the hell out. And yeah, I wanted to turn off the 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 movie, but I was like, I gotta finish this shit. I gotta see how it ends. The white saver <laughs> complex is so, um gross mm-hmm. aside from gross yeah it's just like dangerous because i'm white people are like yes i don't know if y'all ever seen this meme it's like a white woman like dressed in all white like being like like kind of like crowd surfing and people kind of like praising her uh-huh. and it's like this is how white people feel every time they make a quote-unquote like woke comment or something like i feel like that's how they feel and i have this i've talked about this app before called letterboxd when like you can make lists of like movies and stuff and i have this list called the white saver complex Mm -hmm. and it's like all very bad films of like how white people think they can save a community or something like oh at freedom writers yeah that's (laughs) oh my gosh wait can we talk about how mike michael keaton or something and like every disney movie that has like people of color (laughs) as like main characters like he's always there to save them or something yeah like for one thing it was like like that for mcfarland yeah, Which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Um, you know the Disney the film about yeah. the Latinx community and running track and whatnot, mm-hmm. and so yeah, like he's the white person who saves them all mm-hmm. or something from like being cholos. You have to like, I guess relate. I guess white people have to relate yeah. and to be like, oh, we've done stuff to the people of color community that isn't just negative. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's where the whole concept of like being woke is a problematic word because mm-hmm. it's like people of color we applaud white people for being quote-unquote woke but mm-hmm. it's like you're barely figuring around figuring out that racism still exists yeah i don't ever use the word awoke and i never when i do use it never directed towards a white person mm-hmm. because i'm like we're yeah. what we're clapping our hands because all of a sudden you realize that we're affected by a racism negative society. is bad yeah <laughs> like congratulations you understand yeah but you're never gonna see you but you've never experienced yeah so mm-hmm. you're not gonna get my applause you're not gonna get my you know I'm not going to cherish you. You're not like in a little bubble and a little trophy. Mm-hmm. You are barely realizing something that we've been affected <laughs> by. So I'm not going to call you woke. Yeah. I'm going to call you barely dimly opening your eyes <laughs> to the yeah. light that's barely steaming through the window in a window that's been opened to a, a, a light that's been hitting us for centuries. Mm-hmm. So like I'm saying the public announcement now, please don't use, don't <laughs> applaud and don't call them. Oh, we're so quick to being like, Oh, this is Ashley. She's woke. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fuck you want me to do, girl? Like, you may, you barely realize that we're being oppressed. Congratulations. Or like, when a white person is like, they do something problematic, and then someone's like, oh, no, they would never do that. They're woke. And I'm like, oh, uh-huh. fucking gay. Like, and I feel like that's the thing. Like, a woke, wokeness in its own form makes, quote-unquote, quote unquote, wokeness makes us like, wanting to be blinded to their prejudice mm-hmm. that still exists within them. I'm not saying, you know, like, all white people are, like, bring negative stigma towards mm-hmm. people of color, but what I am saying is we're not going to cherish you and put you and put you on a pedestal because all of a sudden you understand mm-hmm. our problem. Like, woke, like, calling you woke is negative. Like, you, you know, like, finding in yourself to be, like, what I'm doing is becoming aware mm-hmm. but don't find it in yourself that you're accomplishing something yeah damn damn okay but. let's turn it back into this <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's that's yeah. what i'm gonna yeah okay so 
there's there is this concept that I do want to talk about with y'all because mm-hmm. you are all sluts for film mm-hmm. and have watched so many yeah. films. So there is this statistic from NBC and it talks about uh Latinx. Mm-hmm. La- Latinas, like fe- fen Latinx folk are the most sexualized minority group in Hollywood mm-hmm. of being like what is it? Yeah, fewer than 38% of actresses are Latinx, Mm -hmm. Latinas, but they are, like I said, the most sexualized. And this concept of like, you know, we, they, and and I'm learning this a lot from Mm -hmm. Shaniqua Roach, Mm -hmm. Dr. Dr. Roach. Like she talks about this whole thing of like controlling images that arose, like arise or something from like slave era Mm -hmm. where right away they put like they pin like black femmes into like these categories of the Jezebel mm-hmm. of the um what is it? I forgot the actual term for it, but like the angry black black woman mm-hmm. of the mammy of Not the, mammy. Yeah, of like yeah, all these like other things. Mm-hmm. So like how and how that like, you know, kind of like just relates back to like other like femmes of color because we yeah. see that a lot since like Latina Latinx are like so sexualized. Oh yeah, that's definitely an issue. And if we're not, if Latinos are not sexualized, we're they're being put in a place of like when you say like the mammy, mm-hmm. of like the nanny, the nanny. Over a, mm-hmm. you know, ba- Babel is a good example of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, like, and the, it's directed. <laughs> so I was gonna say, it's yeah. directed by Alejandro Gonzalez Neretu, who's a Mexican director. Yeah. And I understood the issue he was trying to bring with this, but it's like you could have done it without stereotyping us mm-hmm. suppressing us in our the depiction and yeah so that's a good example but go on oh yeah and what is it but she also talks about this one like not only about controlling images that are there but also what is it stereotype discourse mm-hmm. and how different people and in, in this case like different like black femmes mm-hmm. like intellectuals and scholars go about talking about Mm-hmm. You know how, like, oh, especially black women, mm-hmm. they are, what is it, depicted in all these different ways and, like, to, like, current day, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, even, what is it, everyone praises Olivia Pope, like, from Scandal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, even, yeah, okay, so, mm-hmm. real quick, Olivia Pope, like, like a, this amazing, like, person who, like, fixes everyone's problems yeah. and, like... President's problems, too, DC, right? yeah, yeah, but, like, she's she's fucking the president. Mm-hmm. So she's, like, she has the biggest problem. Yeah. Yeah. But within that, and I know this is TV and not film, mm-hmm. but she plays, like, Mammy because she's, like, taking care of everyone and she's mm-hmm. also playing the mistress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people talk about, like, oh, hey, like, let's let's not think about the stereotype. Let's think about, like... Like, oh, she's not being a mammy. She's just being a caregiver. She's just mm. taking care of people. That's and like, there's other people <laughs> where, like, they're like, oh, like, no, we have to talk about how this is bad. And then mm-hmm. there's so many different ways that, like, kind of, like, but this one way, I forgot the name of it. I think it is just stereotype discourse or mm-hmm. something. But it's just like, okay, yeah, let's just say it. Like, she is the mistress. She's the Jezebel of, mm-hmm. like, the show. Mm-hmm. But what else is going on there yeah yeah like other than that like she's not only like sleeping with the president she's sleeping with other people and like (gasps) yeah (laughs) and she's just like she has all this freedom Mm -hmm. and she like is very on top of things very in control and all these other things but like yeah it's just it's like how we look at these stereotypes because for one thing they're in every film Mm -hmm. like especially if it's like a white like writer and director mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we're gonna see like oh hey like the um submissive asian mm-hmm. femme yeah. or like the angry black like femme or like the um, you know yeah mistress mm-hmm. maid the mm-hmm. mistress maid i don't know why that's always a thing <laughs> with, with with latinx yeah like mistress maid can you think of an example of like of mistress maid in film um i can't think of anything right now i'm thinking a lot about tv i watch a lot of tv but like yeah even TV like, is a big one yeah yeah tv has like a lot of and one of the tv things is just like devious maids has like 
like plays with this concept of like oh there's like all these sexualized maids mm-hmm. and whatnot it also like talks about like oh hey they're and they're all like latinx what's well, spanglish like, mm-hmm. you, know, you guys know the movie spanglish oh movie no oh yeah adam sandler yeah don't oh they, four don't you know spanglish the movie it sounds familiar but i've never seen but, it but they they sexualize. I hate, I hate oh yeah, they sexualize her so. So it's much. about like a white man and a Mexican maid with her mm-hmm. daughter, and you kind of just follow their interaction. Mm-hmm. And they sexualize her, and then she's a maid too. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like that. It's like that whole concept of I forgot who what the author was, where she breaks down um, the negative uh, stigma of. Um, the helper. What's the movie with Olivia Spencer? Oh, oh yeah, um, Roxanne Gay. Yeah. Like, she breaks down the help. The help. There you go. Oh, oh, I love the Roxanne Gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she's just like, you know, it's like, is this all we're going to accomplish? Mm-hmm. And like, and if we aren't maids, <laughs> is it going to drain us? It's like, is that what we thrive to always be? Or, yeah. you know, to be depicted as maids? Mm-hmm. You know, like, where's the flourishing in our culture within cinema? Yeah. And so that's like the whole concept. And, you know, I mean, like, we, and his, I think, you know, we have so much to work on with Hispanic depiction in film. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we're Hollywood in general is like lagging it pretty bad on it because we just don't have enough progressively um, uh, impactful depictions of Hispanics that aren't like Latinx, oversh- or Latinx mm-hmm. to be overshadowed by a white savior car- yeah. Car- caricature. Yeah, I know. And like not even the something that frustrates me a lot too is with directors well like the storyline is one thing too because i can go on and on about stereotypes mm-hmm. and different types of stories and yeah. white people trying to create um people of color yeah. or characters of color and all mm-hmm. that but with directors it happens too a lot where they like um i went to so I during the summer I went to like a small film festival in LA, which is like a branch of Sundance, Ooh. and I saw Ava DuVernay, which I freaked out about because I dope. love her so She's much. Dope. Yeah, I love her. She's I like dope. got in the elevator with her, and I was freaking what? out. Did you say hi? Yeah, and she was Did like, "Did you take a picture?" No, girl, I, I felt bad. Stop. She was like I busy can't. and stuff, and I was like, I'll, "I'll be like, girl, I supported Thirteenth. I supported Salma. Yeah, <laughs> like we taking a picture. Like, I know. No, I love her. I love her so much, but." <laughs> um, she was there because she did a Q&A with this director named Just, uh, Justin Chon. Chon? I don't know how do you say Ooh, that. Justin did he Chon. direct? Well, there's this movie that he played in the in the festival that I won't say it because um, he said that if you're not Asian, you can't say it. But y'all should look it up. It's really, really good. <laughs> um, An untitled film with no <laughs> No, it starts with a G, but... Um, I'm not allowed to say it because I'm not Asian. Uh-huh. But he oh. literally did that on purpose. Like, he's like, okay, you can't. And Ava was like, okay, I can't say the name of the film. But it was really good. Um, What's it about? Um, okay, so it's really, really good. Y'all should check it out. It's on, like, the university has, well, it's called Canopy, I think. And they have, like, free films there. It's really good. Um, it's about, so the director is Justin Chan. He, it's about the race relations in the LA riots. <gasps> I've seen that movie. It's in black and white. Yes, yes I've seen it. Isn't I've it seen it. So good? It's so sad. It's really it's so good, sad. Yeah, so, it's about like Korean Americans yeah. with in the relationship running with, a like a, a boutique sneaker, store, or a sneaker yeah. boutique or whatever. Yeah, yeah. with like in, in relations to the black community in yeah. LA. And oh my gosh, well, one it gave me a really really different perspective yeah. of the LA riots. You know, because uh-huh. you always oh, see. Yeah. Like, Ellen Riots was, like, black and white, like, kind of, like, race war mm-hmm. between blacks and whites. It was, and a, like, it was a pinnacle of explosion within the race relations in America. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely, yeah. So, it's a, good, it's a good backdrop of the film. Yeah. yeah. And it's a really, really interesting film, black mm-hmm. and white. Um, it, It's really good. Y'all yeah. should watch if it. If you guys like the fi- Spike Lee film, Do the Right Thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my the God. Kevin Smith yes. film. Yes, yes, yes. And if yes. you like the Kevin Smith film, Clerks, mm-hmm. it's, like, a mix of both. It's, yeah, but it's like in its own world, mm-hmm. and it's really sad. On top yeah. of that, yeah, no, it's really really sad. <laughs> yeah. But he, so Ava and him had a conversation afterwards, mm-hmm. like a Q and A, and something that I really really liked that she did, which I didn't notice until she pointed it out, is with like um, directors of color, like mm-hmm. people of color who are directors or filmmakers. 
every time they're in an interview, they get asked about like, what is it like being a POC <laughs> director? And what is this film about? And how is this impacting your community? And how is this like the race relations in America mm-hmm. and all that? And they get it's like asked you become all a mascot. This, yeah, yeah. Like you get asked all this shit. And like, obviously they like to speak about it because it's important, mm-hmm. but with white directors, yeah. all you get white directors. Why is, is the like, theme so yes, impactful? Yes. It's like Kendrick <laughs> Lamar theme. brought this up in to pimp a butterfly guys. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, it's funny how a white celebrity can go around being a human without representing representing anybody. Mm-hmm. But when people of color become celebrities, we represent an entire culture. Oh, and you guys yeah. gotta stop that. Yeah. Like, and we're like, individuals too. Bananas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um no, they like um yeah, because white directors get asked about the cinematography. Yeah, they get asked about yeah, the gist you, of it. Like, yeah. why did you move the camera this Ooh. way and all that? And then Ava was like, you know, we're directors too. Mm. We like talking about the film. Technique we of don't want to talk all about like race relations all the time. Yeah. Ask me about my cinematography. Ask me about what I used to film. Ask me about my process of yeah. filming. Like, and I was like, I want to see that, you know? So she asked him, of course, she asked oh, about yeah, things. Black and the, white. Yeah, and yeah. like, why did you choose this? Like, because I don't know if y'all seen the. I think it's the New York Times that they have, like, uh, breaking down a scene where just a director talking, like, explaining yeah, a scene. And, like, we moved the, yeah. yeah, like, we moved the camera like this because of this, which yeah. is so good. Yeah. And Ava was like, okay, give me, like, a breakdown of the uh-huh. scene just like that. Because like, we yeah, don't get that. Yeah, like, we don't, no. POC don't get that. Like, uh-huh. so give me, like, why did you choose this camera? Oh, yeah. Why did you choose this? And, it's a really good, And yeah. it's, it's such an important thing to talk about, yeah. too, because, like, don't make, um people of co- or directors of color into like mascots yeah um what is the word tokenize them so, yeah, <laughs> yeah don't tokenize yeah. yeah sure like even if we make films about themes about race relations mm-hmm. doesn't mean we want to dis- so, like we put in a lot of mind power to mm-hmm. camera angles cinematography lighting you know yeah. blocking <laughs> our shots like all that is associated in like you know our issues sure or should be the forefront of it mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that you should disinvolve our technique mm-hmm. because that's the only reason you're getting all of this it's, yeah. it's because of our technique you're getting mm-hmm. these really great depictions of racial issues because of our cameras because of our lighting mm-hmm. because of our sound because of our you know because the way we directed our actors and so don't you know don't go about just being like <laughs> you know speak for your whole community yeah, right don't, now <laughs> yeah and that's like the whole gist of it and it's mm-hmm. She, but I never, you know, I've thought about that, but I've never really put it into like a mm-hmm. sentence. And that's, I, yeah, she's amazing. You didn't take a picture with her, girl. <laughs> I know, I'm but so I depressed. did. <laughs> I, I, I did take a picture with um America Ferreira. She Ooh, was there too. Okay. We actually, I actually met her in the bathroom, which was really awkward. But they, <laughs> oh my god, I wish I've I've looked for it online for so long because I want to show people. But mm-hmm. in this film festival, which is really good because this film festival, the day I went, mm-hmm. it was all about. Um, so I saw these two films. One was called Bitch, which was really weird. It's white people doing white people things. Ooh. But um, oh, which I have a list Turn on. <laughs> I have a list on Letterbox called White People Doing White People Things. But um, I saw these two. Um, well, one is a web series. One's the movie. The mm-hmm. movie about Justin Chan was really good, oh, yeah. and the other one was also kind of like about race. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's a web series called Gentified. Mm-hmm. So kind of like gentrification and gente. So yeah. it's Gentified. No, it is. Oh, it's not online yet because they haven't published it. But it's so good, and Send it's it about me. it's <laughs> about the um the gentrification of Boyle Heights in L.A. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's all about um Latinx people just living life with gentr- like how gentrification affects their lives mm-hmm. and it's so funny the trailer is like just latinx people being latinx people no no gangs no cholos mm-hmm. or yeah cholos but no like negative yeah negative depiction. connotations yeah. of them and they're like and then it's just like no drugs and it was like a scene of them smoking weed and they're like <laughs> okay maybe just a little <laughs> and like it's just like people existing which is so funny and um there's like several episodes and several episodes follow different characters mm-hmm. one of them is like one that i really like is like a mariachi band mm-hmm. or a mariachi trio and they um 
they face gentrification because they go around in like restaurants and they sing and like people never pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. But one day they did like a Maroon Five cover <laughs> yeah. and all the white people don't go. Like, they got shook. They done yeah. got triggered. And they like they started taking videos of them and like oh my god this is mariachi blah, blah blah and then like Buzzfeed made an article about them and then <laughs> one of the guys in the trio was like I don't fucking became a mariachi to sing Maroon Five like what the fuck <laughs> so it's like little things like that but like those. Those movies are so important. Or those web series, oh, yeah. like just seeing that makes you so yeah. happy, and that's what makes me want to create more shit like you that. Should. You know, and it's you like, should. ah, don't you know? <laughs> female film is just like no, so much. Yeah, don't let, don't let you know. The, especially you know, because it seems like you barely, mm-hmm. not barely got into it. No, like, yeah, you love film, mm-hmm. but you've like only recently been wanting to get into like the production yeah, aspect yeah. of it. Like, don't you know, like empower yourself mm-hmm. to do these depictions. Like, if it's a conscious analyzation mm-hmm. of our environment let that you know embrace that and try to you know mix it into your own flavor mix something of your yeah. own to, to like do the same thing but in your own perspective like yeah. don't you know like it's so it's so easy to be um kind of like overshadowed and like this bearer that like we have to satisfy a white audience mm-hmm. and it's just like sometimes that can block your mind but then the end of the day it's like if it's a Themes are universal. Mm -hmm. So if your theme is great, if, you know, everything that you're doing within the narrative is great, Mm -hmm. then go for it. Then it's going to be a great film in the end of the day. Yeah. It's going to be a great story. Yeah. Look at all this inspirational. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It is super inspirational. It's arousing. It is very, (laughs) yes, very arousing. Um, So we need to start wrapping up. Are you serious? We're barely getting started. <laughs> I know, this right? This episode has a part two. <laughs> I know. Um, I have so many final thoughts, but... Mm, go for it. Okay. One, if you're a person of color and you want to be a director, one, go for it. We need mm-hmm. so many more. Yes. We are so many more. We don't have enough. I, I graduated from Portland State, mm-hmm. uh, and it was just me. I was the only male, and then Lucero Cortez, shout out Lucero, who was the only female Hispanic or mm-hmm. Latinx uh in the film program and you're looking at about like maybe like 80 or to 100 people mm-hmm. and there's all white males it was devastatingly yeah <laughs> i know a lot. um so definitely do it color, yeah. yeah do it especially also women of color we don't have women enough of color, women of color directors fans um, of color fans, fans of, of color, color too um shout out to my woman in film um mentor miranda i love her shout with all her my heart out. she yeah. just graduated um but yeah, if you want to be a director, please do it. Don't get disencouraged by Don't. white people or white like, audiences. You know, like mm-hmm. walking into classes, being the only person of color there. Even in, <clears throat> that's why I have a trouble going into film spaces and going into mm-hmm. art spaces because you walk in and it's all it's white, all white people. people. It's like just know and that like, your uh... <laughs> just know that your your perspective is gonna overshadow all this generic yes. white. Oh, art. and they're gonna <laughs> eat all the shit you do. Oh, yeah. because they're gonna they're gonna they, love it. <laughs> they love people of color. And they just want to suck your dick, honestly, and be like, give me that POC content because we can't do that. So they're going to love everything you do, first of all. But don't get disencouraged. And also, like, for example, doing movies about race relations and ethnicity and all that. No, like, that's something that really, really interests me. But that doesn't mean just because you're a director of color doesn't mean at all that you have to do that. You don't have to represent a community. Do whatever the shit, like, do whatever the fuck you want. Even if it's not even depicting race issues. If it's just a nice, simple film about Hispanic or, like, Latinx interactions Mm. in a family. Oh, please. do that. Like, because we can relate. And even if white audience can't relate, Mm. they're... Trust me, they're super willing to try. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They will relate to anything yeah. they can. They'll be like, oh my gosh, I kind of low key in my own way related to Rosanda. <laughs> oh, that girl in my Spanish class. <laughs> oh, but she reminded me of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, do that. Yeah. And just people of color existing, which is yeah. super nice. Let like, them know that we, we're individuals too. Yeah. We don't only suffer, we have good days too. Yeah, we, you know? Great days. We mm-hmm. like to. Party. The sun. <laughs> like a party. Yeah. We have to go to bailes. Come on. And someone, um, de- someone make a film about a, a, a night in a baile. Yeah. Go and go Calibre 50 or Banda Recodo. <laughs> like, and like the interactions within people of that, you yeah. know, of the baile. See, there you go. It's an idea of a film. Take there that. I won't copyright mm-hmm. it. I won't sue you. There's Just one go pitch. do that. <laughs> um, what else? Wait, I have another good. I had a good ending point too. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, shit. I won't remember. Okay, well, we'll move on Next, to Ricardo, yes. oh. and then we can come back to you later. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? 
Final thoughts. Final, Final thoughts. thoughts. Yeah, my, you know, I'm going to take it off. <laughs> she got it. No, but like, you know, express yourself in the end of the mm-hmm. day. You know, you know, we're so easily suppressed by uh, the weight, quote unquote weight, that is like a white audience. But express yourself because in the end of the day, that's art. Mm-hmm. And art is film. And yeah. film is art. And expression is a form of art. Mm-hmm. So do you. You know, in the end of the day, do you? Like, that's, there's no other way of saying it, because your perspective is original. Your perspective is something we need because mm-hmm. it's original. So allow it to flow. Yeah. Yeah. Better. Yes. Um, final thoughts. Yes, I do have final mm-hmm. thoughts. Yeah. Um, mainly, what is it? One, go watch films that are made mm-hmm. by. POC like with that's POC super people important. in it with POC people in it mm-hmm. like no we need to like you know fucking support each other yes. I mean we did that in like Coco <laughs> See, and, there like, you go yeah Coco yeah Coco but also what is it because I do write storylines a mm-hmm. lot I can personally personally say that like one and I've been in the creative writing spaces and all these other spaces that one um like even like this really simple things that mm-hmm. you think that you're like oh shit everyone knows about this is really like like i've heard this like a thousand times or whatnot mm-hmm. like yeah white people don't fucking know about it at all <laughs> oh yeah like, that's a good that's an amazing yeah, point. yeah they don't know about it yeah. like i'm like oh yeah well like <laughs> a lot of my like summers as a child i was like piscando mora like yeah. picking berries mm-hmm. and shit yeah yeah and it was like but People don't know, like. I once wrote a poem about that, and I the fact that I had to wear like I had to wear like you know like a sweatshirt. Uh-huh. I was like in pants, and it's like hot yeah. as it was super hot. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, I've picked I've picked berries before. I don't For have fun. to wear like For sweaters. Fun. Yeah, For I've fun. paid I've paid a farmer five dollars so I could pick a bucket of berries. Yeah, like, I get you. Why, why do you wear a sweater though? And I'm like, why'd you wear a straw hat? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and I'm like. Do you, do you not know like the sun's right there yeah, like i can get cancer yeah. like but it, yeah don't yeah yeah and another thing is just like and this is something else i learned in my creative writing like program mm-hmm. that is just there's your there's the people you're writing to mm-hmm. and then there's the people who happen to be reading it mm-hmm. and so for me, a lot of the times, I had a very specific either person or audience that I was writing to. Mm-hmm. Like, so a lot of my poems were just like, okay, I'm writing specifically so my little brother can read this. Yeah. And then he can, like, relate to it and learn from it. And so, in those spaces, and I was the only person of color in there. Mm-hmm. Like, they all read it. And then they're like, well, why don't you have translations in the bottom? Why don't you have all this other stuff? And I'm like, well, yeah. it's not for you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, you could either try to enjoy it or like bounce. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, leave. So get a so, straight. Look it up or something. Get a straight. Google it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Google Translate. Yeah, they have shit. Google. Like, don't, <laughs> yeah. don't like hold their hand <laughs> while you're writing, directing, making anything, mm-hmm. like yeah. creating content. That's why I make my films in Spanish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta learn. I remember I would always get like people like, I don't understand it. I only have like one year in Spanish. I don't really get it. I get like two words, but that's about it. Like, I'm okay. like, girl, like learn. I don't know what to tell you. Learn. Yeah. Like, Cause the film is great. The themes are great. So to understand it, you got to learn. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Something that you brought up that I just remembered in my other final thought is that um, if you're something that I really like that um, who oh I talked to someone in the Metra conference I went to this art um, workshop and the artist was saying something like remember like when you're if you happen to be successful or when mm-hmm. you do art remember who you're creating it for oh, you know mm-hmm. and if your film is not accessible to the people like to your audience mm-hmm. then why are you making mm-hmm. it or who are you making this for mm-hmm. you know because art has always been a luxury and it's always been for white people oh yeah so if like Initiative. if we don't make it for our people and if it's not accessible for them then why are we doing yeah. it and that's something that i really love and something that's going to stick for me stick mm-hmm. to me um in the future because i want i want other people like me when i was younger to see content that i wanted to see you know and that's all that's why i love it so much and yeah Yeah. and something that um 
I met the director called uh, her name is Sam Bailey. So mm-hmm. good. She directed um this web series called Brand Brown Girls. And she talked about um oh my god, I lost my thought. My thought. <laughs> but <time>. she <laughs> I know, I know, I really bad memory. But um yeah. she was talking about oh my god, you said something about well, you know, I can't remember, but I love her. So <laughs> look her up. Her name is Sam Bailey. <laughs> and she talked oh yeah, the <laughs> yeah sorry i know um like your film crew uh-huh. should look like your audience mm-hmm. you know like her film crew like was all people she worked with yeah. all her friends of like, people of color mm-hmm. so you know give spaces to those people who needed to mm-hmm. like your lighting mm-hmm. your um the people you're writing with mm-hmm. all of them needs to be the community you're making it yeah. for because they'll know and if especially also if you're a white person mm-hmm. if you're a white person and you really 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 feel the need to tell the story <laughs> about a community that's not yours uh-huh. make sure that all your crew and your assistant and your writer assistant like look like the people you're trying to represent because yeah. if point. not you're gonna get it wrong good point yeah, and Spike Lee does that really well mm-hmm. and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like I he was the right thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it all like he, it was like what was it historical mm-hmm. because he had the most like POC mm-hmm. like protagonist, protagonist. But not only that, just like the crew in itself, oh, like, yeah. the lighting, the boom, like mm-hmm. everything. So two things. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to Prince. Watch do the right thing. Yes, <laughs> and watch really good. And it's so yeah. weird how that was in the eighties, right? That was when in the eighties. And it's resonates so, today. Resonates so, today. So relatable to today. today. He and he's totally said that it resonates mm-hmm. gentrification, race, uh, race, race riots, uh, race, no, race protest, mm-hmm. um, and uh, police brutality. So mm-hmm. watch, do the right thing, listen to Prince. That's that's my sign off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so we, we are over time, yeah, so know, we know, need yeah. to go. Okay. But, oh. Thank you for coming back. Thank we are you. definitely going to have a part two of this. So yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Thank you for being here. For sure. Yeah. I'm glad you guys had me back even on the honorary snake. <laughs> Hopefully it changes people's perspective of Veronica stigmatizing their head. <laughs> <laughs> even though it's low key true, all men are trash. Let's be real. All men are trash. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye